0: 500 hours booked times two hours of pops, it's a thousand hours at 10 bucks on average per hour, $8 per hour is cheap, you know, 16 per hour might be a vassal, but an average of 10 bucks an hour. I mean, you're doing like between 10 and 20 grand a month in revenue.
1: Oh, 10 and 20 grand. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much right.
0: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. Hey, folks, my guest today is Sham Rajamani. He's the co-founder and CEO of a company called SharePlay, which brings communities to sport. Uh, SharePlay is the perfect melding of his love, sports and getting people to play. With over 20 years of entrepreneurial experience in diverse industries with a focus on sales, his vision is to create a supercharged sporting ecosystem. All right, Sham, ready to take us to the top? Yep. All right, what's your your favorite sport?
1: Uh, Well, I play squash and I also do a lot of running. So those are my two main go-to sports, but I started playing a little bit of tennis and basketball here and there just to keep some interest going and learn some new sports as well.
0: And so did you build this for yourself to start? Well, uh, not
1: really. So we, well, kind of. So uh, about three years ago, when we before we started this, uh, me and my co-founder used to play soccer, football, down in the neighborhood playgrounds, but then it was always full. So we thought about spaces to come up with where, where people could could anyone could pretty much go in and play, right? So the primary primary motive of SharePlay was to get people to come out of their neighborhoods, to come out of their houses, and find places to play. And uh, we couldn't, so we thought up of a lot of places where we could go and sign up and maybe build some infrastructure and all of that. And then we looked at the number of schools that are there in India. So we primarily work with schools and universities and colleges that have a lot of sporting infrastructure because India has got about hundred thousand private schools and maybe five to ten times that in terms of public schools. Uh, and a lot of these schools have some kind of sports infrastructure, uh, whether it's a standard mud ground or a basketball court or a volleyball court or you know something even better for some of the schools. Uh, but they're there in every neighborhood and they're all closed after 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, because schools are at three. So we saw an opportunity there for, to create neighborhood sporting centers so anybody could just come in from a two kilometer radius to and get a game of of their favorite sport.
0: Interesting. So yeah. Content. So it's almost like, it's almost like meetup events, but for sports specifically. And yeah. who Shum, Who pays for this? How do you make money? Uh,
1: so our costs, so we have, we, our chair beta lists all of our facilities, all the schools and all the sports facilities that are there, and we sell them by the hour. Uh, so a large part of our population is the school students themselves who come back, maybe senior school students. Uh, 60% of our customers are between the age of about 16 to 21. Uh, where they come in and they book out the sports facilities with their friends, with their neighbors, and they come in and use it. Uh, later on through the day, some facilities are open till midnight, and we have a lot of older people coming in and using it who finish work, and they come in. Right. Uh, so most of our customers live in that neighborhood in a two, three-kilometer radius, so we're kind of creating uh, play centers for people who wouldn't normally go to a private space or pay a club membership to get a membership.
0: So if I open the application today, how many different venues will I see available for me to book time? Uh,
1: you'll choose you'll be able to choose from about twenty-two different sports from about fifteen different venues
0: at the moment. So where geographically are you based mainly? We are in Chennai in India. Okay, interesting. In the south of India. And so I guess the right question is in in July, so last month, the full month, how many yeah. individual people yeah. played via a reservation through your app?
1: Uh, we get last year in July, we were actually, no, no, last July, this this year, this year, this year, which was two months ago.
0: Yeah. This year in July.
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, we would have had about 500 to 600 individual bookings. Uh, each group would have been uh, anywhere between eight to 15 people who would come
0: in and play. And so what do you make on a, you know, let's just make the math easy. A 10 person group playing on one of your courts.
1: Uh, so we charge, so it costs different amounts of money for different types of sports, like racket sports, like badminton might be a little lower priced. Uh, sports like uh, What's low though? What's, a a price what's the price? What's the low price? The lowest price is, is uh, 400 rupees. That translates to about $8 uh, per hour.
0: Per person or for the whole? I can take 10 people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could play maybe about between two and
1: four and six people could play on a racquet sport, maybe a batman court. court. Uh, basketball courts would probably be somewhere double, uh, close to double of that, between 10 and $15. Cricket grounds would go up to $20 per hour. Uh, we also got bookings that go on through the entire day. Uh, so then we kind of uh, maximize, uh, you know, create some discounts for these people. We've got memberships, people who subscribe and play one hour every day for a particular time slot. Uh, so they prepay, prepay us in advance as
0: well. Interesting. And so in July, when you had 500 to 600 bookings, how many hours does that yeah. equate to in July? Is that about 500 or 600 uh, hours?
1: In, uh, no, typically each booking is about two to two and a half hours uh, because the team sports, they they end up making multiple bookings. Uh, so they would go on for about two, three hours. So it would be close to about a thousand hours of gameplay that we've had last month.
0: Yeah. So if we take 500 hours books times two hours of POPs, it's a thousand hours at 10 bucks on average per hour, $8 per hour is cheap, you know, 16 per hour might be a Vassal court, but an average of 10 bucks an hour. I mean, you're doing like between 10 and 20 grand a month in revenue.
1: Oh, 10 and 20 grand. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much right.
0: That's very cool. And you mentioned you've been doing this for three years. So if you're doing between 10 and $20,000 a month today in revenue, what were you doing exactly one year ago?
1: Uh, One year ago, we just, so we we opened, we started about three months before the first lockdown, so in December 2019. So we got shut down four months after that, and we kept getting shut down for a long period of time. So we didn't, we just two centers back then till last July. So since last July, uh, over the last few months, we've signed up a lot more centers and we're expanding. We should be at about 25 to 30 centers over the next uh, four to six weeks. So, we see our revenues growing uh, only from this financial year. So, this is the actually only financial year that we're fully open without a lockdown.
0: And, John, are you doing this full time? Yes. Very cool. And do you have co founders or just you?
1: Uh, I have a co founder. His name is Raghu. So, we both of us started doing this together.
0: Interesting. Were you guys nice at the beginning? You just split it 50 50?
1: Yeah, yeah. We go 50 50. We've, we've, uh, We've split it 50 50. And have you stayed bootstrapped
0: or did you decide to raise some capital?
1: So we were bootstrapped uh till about uh, four months ago. We we did a small pre- uh, seed round building that's happening. We're making money for the schools that we work with. And uh, so we've shown all that because we're building out software to help our schools manage themselves and so, Sean, real quick. Their- sorry, sorry, we're In before we get too revenue far away from the race.
0: Or- so you did a seed, you did a seed round four months ago. How much did you raise?
1: Uh, in dollar terms,
0: about $70,000. $750,000. And what makes this no no, no no, no, Se- no. 70, 000.
1: 70000 000.
0: 70000 Yeah, yeah. 70000 So we, we didn't want to
1: raise too much money uh, at this point of time because operationally we are profitable, but we needed money more to build our tech so that we're moving out of a completely manned operated uh, service to a a subscription-based model and we're selling staffing services as an add-on as well. So that's that's the model that we're moving
0: towards. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, And then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. And so how many folks are on the team full-time today?
1: Uh, We have two full-time folks in operations. We've got two in tech. And we've got about 15 to 20 part-timers who who kind of uh, work at the centers.
0: So 19 total, something like that. 19 total, yeah. Why do you have to staff the actual centers? Don't they have their own staffers that run the venues?
1: Well, uh, that's that's why we're coming into the assessment. So, the, so is, uh, when we started off, we've been staffing all of our centers because these are schools and schools have a lot of uh, apprehensions in terms of letting people in and who's coming in to use the facilities. So we provide staffing for the hours that we operate. And so when we do that, we do a revenue share with them. Uh, but as we've gone along, we've seen that certain centers and certain schools uh, with the right mix of sports, they make a lot of money. But there are also certain schools and maybe in smaller neighborhoods might be smaller centers with smaller playgrounds uh, that don't make it a lot of money. And they're not very happy to share on... They're not very happy to share revenue base because it takes away a lot of money that... Uh, Potentially, they could make it, Understood. Right? Even though it's a smaller amount. So, so, what we've started doing with those over the last two months is we've pushed them out to a self managed model where they kind of manage themselves and they're paying us flat fees. So, we're
0: kind of experimenting with that. And so, how many folks, like how many customers did you, did you, would you say you have per month right now? 500?
1: Um, our customer database is about 1,500 unique customers who have come and played with us over time. Uh, about 500 to 600 would be repeat customers who keep coming back every month. Yeah. who are regulars at our centers.
0: Yep, yeah, interesting. And so if they don't want to pay the per court fee, what's the flat subscription fee they can pay?
1: Uh, so the subscription is paid by the school or yeah. by a sports center who would buy our service. And the service basically gets them, their admin portal also gets them to list their facilities on Sharepay.in, which is our website. So uh, people in the neighborhood or their customers, their students, their alumni, their uh their network could, could book and use their sports facilities.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, when you raise the seventy thousand dollars, what did you raise it on? Was it a safe or a note or?
1: Uh, so we've actually raised. Uh, we've we've taken money from a few friends, from three friends, and we've got one incubator to participate in that round as
0: well. And so, how did you guys negotiate valuation with friends? That can be hard.
1: Well, uh, we did a we did a million dollar valuation. Plus or minus, you know, a few percent, and and uh, we did the math. We spoke to a few people. Uh, we spoke to a lot of people who are in the industry of helping people get funds. And uh, we, the three people who actually put in money, have been with us right from the start. Who wanted to put money right in our first year, but we didn't take it till now because uh, I think we need a little more proof of concept ourselves uh, and make sure that we are on the right track. And we knew, and and this is kind of where we know that you know our sales cycle is kind of increasing. Our pipeline is good, and we see. We see us getting to about eighty to one hundred schools by the end of December.
0: Tell me about that. How are you driving growth? I mean, going and recruiting people door by door is a lot. In mean, a lot of work, how do you do that? Well, at the moment,
1: it is. Uh, it's we are knocking on doors of schools, but we're also getting a lot of referrals from our existing schools uh, because a lot of schools have seen that this is money that they haven't made before, even though it's smaller amounts, and they've seen that money can do a lot. Right? They can use it for sports infrastructure. They can use it for for improving the school facilities, uh, pay, off, pay off a few salaries for some teachers if they have to. And uh, they see the value that we bring in that ecosystem as well.
0: Yeah, this is great. If there's a local school that already spent the money to build a tennis court, but the, the school only uses the tennis court right after school from 4 to 5 p.m., well, you can book it up and generate more revenue yeah. from 5 p.m. onwards.
1: Yeah. And if it's lit up, some of our venues are open till midnight. So uh, the
0: longer they're open, the more money they make. I love that, Sean. What a great business model! I love that. Is there any is the tech heavy behind this, or is this really sort of a physical play? You just got to go, you know, knock on doors at the ground.
1: Well, at the moment, the tech wasn't really important. But as we're moving where schools and private centers or even clubs can start buying our software and use it at at a uh, probably as low as two thousand five hundred rupees, which will be about thirty dollars per month per school, uh, it would give them access to a whole bunch of uh, you know. Uh, li- not admin control where they have their supervisors in the school knowing what is happening, opening up and closing hours so that it doesn't disrupt the internal school use as well, uh, and also give it out to their security protocol so they have uh, they know who's made a booking and who's coming in, and pretty much make the entire process seamless right from right, right from the time they make a booking till billing happens in and, and that book gets closed right. Uh, wherever people some some facilities do want our staffing services which we provide additionally over over this so we staff it for the times that uh, they're, they're open.
0: Well, Sean, we're rooting for you. We're out of time though no, On that Now let's wrap up here with Famous Five. Number one, favorite book? Uh, most recent favorite book was Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh,
1: not particularly, but a few of them. Um, there is um, uh, there is Elon Musk, which well, I really like. There's Girish Martin, a fresh desk. Uh, There's Mr. Rutan Tata of the Tatas. Uh, so these are few, few of the guys that I follow at the moment
0: number three what's your favorite online tool for building SharePlay uh, so we use a lot of Asana and we
1: also use a lot of
0: Google Sheets at the moment number four uh, how many hours of sleep do you get every night six to seven okay that's pretty good in situation married single kids married with one kid yeah. one kid and how old got are it, you got it. Yeah. 43 43 last question something you wish you knew when you were 20 um uh, Travel more. I wish I'd mm-hmm. travel mode. Guys, what a fun story. The guy plays a bunch of sports himself. He says, wait a second, schools build a tennis court, then the tennis court is empty most of the day. I should rent it out for them and make money. While well, he's doing that, over 500 people rented his courts last month alone. He did between 10 and $20,000 a month in revenue you know, growing quickly now post COVID. They have over 22 sports covered across 15 venues, mainly in Chennai, India, as they look to scale, just raised 70,000 bucks at a million dollar valuation. So sold, you know, under 7% of the business. Again, as they look to bring on some additional talent. Sham, th- Sham thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks a lot.